At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to My Guys in the Desert. We have Monday afternoon golf and Monday night football. What could be better? Matt Humans with uh, Jonathan Von Tobel. He's known as JVT to his close friends. And Vinny Maiulo, V-Sin Vinny. Uh, we got a bad beat in Boston to talk about in the baseball game later on. But let's uh, tee it off with uh, golf today. Vinny, it's great to wake up on a Monday morning and watch a uh, big-time golf tournament. And that's what we had with the uh, postponement, or let's say the... The delay in the tournament from uh, Sunday to Monday, the FedEx Cup playoffs at Liberty National, and uh, John Rahm right now has made the turn with a two-stroke lead. Matt, uh, John Rahm, who uh, went off the feet, went in and went off as the uh, the favorite in this event uh, in New Jersey, 10-1, to and uh, I was looking for Keegan Smith, was he, uh, or Cameron Smith? Where is he at? He's, Cameron, uh, Cameron Smith is tied for second. He's he tied for second. Yeah, he was uh, thirty to one. Wow. So, yeah, we uh, we had to wait a little bit uh, due to the uh, the weather delay yesterday, and uh, here we are. It's good to have uh, golf today, and then a little bit of baseball, a little Monday night football. The summer of multiple action it does, continues. It feels like uh, there's a lot of action right now. So Hurricane Henry, I think it was a tropical storm, forced a delay in this golf tournament to Monday. John Rahm. One of Brady Cannon's best bets this week. I think he's got Rom at ten to one or eleven to one. Mm-hmm. A two-stroke lead coming down the stretch. And JVT, how about top ten Tony? He's right there, yep. tied for second. 
Tony Finau once again set up to be a bridesmaid. Yeah, at least at this point, uh, the bogey on eight might weigh heavily for him mm-hmm. as he's two down. So we'll see if he can pull that out if Rom falters. And Rom has shown that in his past, he's probably not going to do that. Alex Noren should be pointed out too. Low score for him today. He's through 16. He is five under, so making his push to maybe make this interesting. But it's all about Rom and what he's going to do here. The last what he's got six holes, seven holes left. Yeah, it looks like yeah. he's on uh, number 12 right now. You know, Rom Flatter used to uh, criticize John Rom all oh, the time. I remember. He, he would laugh at John Rom. That guy's not going to win. You can't pick John Rom to win. He's the number one player in the world right now. Called him the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars of golf, remember? That's why he handicaps horses, not golf. <laughs> I was going to say, if, if John Rom was a jockey, <laughs> Flatter would be all over him. <laughs> all right, let's get to uh, NFL preseason. How about these trends right now through two weeks? We have uh, one more game in the second week. Uh, road teams this week, 11 and 4, straight up 12 and 3 against the spread. Unders are the big story, Vinny. 10 and 5 this week, 24 and 8 overall. 24 of the 32 games, 75% under the total. Last six games on the rotation, so the last four on Saturday. Uh, and the two yesterday, under. Unders just uh, continue to, to cash, yeah. No, is this the only time of the year the betting public will bet games under You know, Matt, I have to tell you, we talked about it last week where the uh, the betting public, the general public, and professionals were both, uh, you know, were both in, in agreement. With uh, with going under and for good you know for good reasons a lot of not a lot of regulars playing not only under center but uh, on the offensive lines uh, defensively so uh, teams not necessarily in sync and everything so yeah this is this is more uh, you'll see this more during the preseason than you will in a regular season I always I always say that all those fans that are in these stadiums you know, when they start chanting defense 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 they don't mean it they love points so uh, lots of uh, lots of overs to come once we get to the regular season. JVT, have you bet much NFL preseason? Uh, yeah, sides more than yeah. totals, but I will say that I think what's fascinating about the the run to the unders humans is not even the fact that you know the clip it's the fact that these are moving two three points and still going under the total mm-hmm. like they're going under by a mile and so when you see a team like the Buffalo Bills drop forty it's insane to see what they were able to do against Chicago but it's been more side for me than these totals because they move so quickly too. Like you miss out on two, three points, you think it's a lot, but in the preseason, the way they've become an under hasn't really mattered. That Saturday game could be bad news for the Bears. Yeah. <laughs> the more you watch bit. this team, you take the more trouble they're going to be in this season. Yeah. Uh, it was a Nagy special, too. Like some, uh, And it's a preseason, but some yeah. weird play calling, you know, runs on first and second, setting yep. up third and longs. Like it was It was a little uh, – it was flashbacks Off the to The offensive years past. plan seems yep. scattershot, clueless. Uh, yesterday, Vinny, the Browns and 49ers both won but failed to cover. Mm-hmm. We had a doubleheader on Sunday. Both games stayed under as well. Yeah, they both did, Matt. And, again, uh, yesterday's uh, two games, the four right before it on the rotation, uh, you were talking about uh, the Bears and the Bills game. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky haunting his former team. What a <laughs> Boy, our ba- what are Bears fans <laughs> saying now? Uh, I think they're fine. Well, we're going to talk more about uh, who we think are going to be the week one starters yeah. on certain teams, and the Bears are going to be one of those teams facing a the big decision. Is it going to be Andy Dalton? Is it going to be the rookie Justin Fields? from Ohio State, Uh, and if it is going to be Dalton, it's probably going to be Fields not long after that, but we'll talk about that and more. Like I said, we got baseball betting, golf, and uh, college football today with Chris Andrews. Matt Humans, Vinny Mayulo, JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel here on My Guys in the Desert on a Monday. And uh, we have football on a Monday night. It does not feel like 
the official Monday night football, but is, is the Jaguars and the Saints in a matchup in New Orleans tonight? What do you have for numbers, Vinny, on uh, tonight's NFL game? Saints four, Matt. Uh, game open four here at South Point. Went to four and a half uh, uh, before, uh, uh, right around, uh, over the weekend. Now back to four. The total on the game, 37 and a half on the opener. Up to 40. Here's a total that got bet over. 40. Yeah. JVT, do you think the uh, the Saints are the play because of the quarterback competition? I know it's a simplistic way to look at the game, but there are two ways to look at it. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill both competing for the starting job. The Saints had six turnovers in their first game against the Jaguars. I'm sure Sean Payton wants to clean that up. And on the flip side, the Jaguars look pretty ragged in their opener under Urban Meyer with Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. I, I took a little piece of four and a half, actually, with Jacksonville. Yeah, And mm-hmm. I think there's a couple of things, right? One, Urban Meyer's been pretty vocal about his disdain for their offense in week one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he called it wallowing when he was speaking about it. And both him and Trevor Lawrence have been very vocal about the fact that they want to win in the preseason. It seems like this actually kind of matters to Jacksonville. And you kind of like what you saw to Trevor Lawrence. And I think when you actually see Jay Beathard looks really good in the late quarters, too. So I think that's going to help yeah. you out in the late quarters when you're talking about this game. So I, I took a little piece of four because I think there's a lot of motivation here for Jacksonville. And New Orleans, you know, the offense looked pretty good under Jameis. I thought they would had two scoring drives under Jameis Winston. They have that quarterback competition. But when you're talking about tempo coming out of the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, something they're talking about, wanting to score, wanting to win, I'll take that a little bit more in some four points than I would land four here in the spot where they have a quarterback competition. All right. So the play for you is Jaguars plus four and a half, total of uh, 40 yeah. uh, tonight. And um, – you said unders have been the trend. Twenty-four and eight in the preseason, ten and five this week under the total. And yesterday the Browns and Forty ers both won and failed to cover, but both games stayed under the total. Uh, you, you have any opinion on the total tonight? Me, I like. I, I would think that. Look, given the trend, you would think under. But like I mentioned, New Orleans from an offensive standpoint, depending on how long Winston's going to play, actually looked like somewhat smooth, right? And you didn't get Alvin Kamara out there, but Winston had some good throws downfield. Again, two scoring drives for him. Taysom Hill actually had some really good drives as well. His first drive actually went down to the Ravens' end zone, but a fumble yep. ultimately led to the end there. So I could, I understand. I think why the market is moving in the direction in terms of the over. I think you have one side who really wants to score, who is going to play with that tempo as. Urban Meyer said, and you have another side that has two skilled quarterbacks that are competing and are probably going to lead some pretty fluid offensive drives. So I would say I agree with the market move completely. Yeah, I think I think that's uh, that's what you know that, that's what folks are betting too. They're looking at these games. They're breaking them down the same way, both pros and uh, the casual fans. And you've got two two certainly quarterback battles going on here, right? And Taysom Hill, he's not uh, taking this uh, preseason uh, appro- approaching it as listen, I'm going to run gadget plays or I'm I'm going to be the starting quarterback. So he's got a whole different mindset. So I think the fact that there's two quarterback battles here and you're going to see a bit more timing uh, or should be should see better timing this week than the first week. You got two coaches who are really unhappy with the way their teams played yeah. in uh, the first week of the preseason too. All right, who's the week one starter? Let's play the game here. DraftKings puts the numbers up on the props. Uh, the Saints, Jameis Winston minus 190, Taysom Hill plus 140. You agree with that number, JVT? Yeah, I would. And I think that now we do have the, the caveat that uh, we know that Peyton loves Taysom Hill, and maybe we just have that happen. But I think when you look at Winston, and it's one preseason game, so today's going to say a lot, but if you look at both of their performance units in the first week, 
Jameis Winston was a little bit more balanced in the way he approached it because if you go to PFF, they break it down by areas of field, right? Three attempts, 20 or more yards downfield. Three attempts, you know, 10 to 19. Three attempts, zero to nine yards. You have a quarterback who can throw at all three levels, and while Taysom Hill can, when you looked at what he did, majority of his throws, zero to nine yards. It's a little bit more dink and dunk. I think Winston opens up your offense a little bit more, and I think that's why he's favored, and I think that's why ultimately you're going to see him out there because I think you just do more with your passing attack with Winston. Yeah, with Taysom Hill, you can run the ball, but with Jameis Winston, I think you do Mm -hmm. a lot more down the field. He's much more of a vertical passing threat. And in fact, Winston loves to go deep. Uh, minus 190. He's the favorite to be the Saints starter in week one at DraftKings. Uh, Vinny, how about the Patriots? Cam Newton and Mac Jones. Cam minus 350. Mac plus 250. Cam's had some COVID issues yeah. here too that might complicate this situation a little bit. Yeah, Matt, that's part of your handicap here because I think this 350 price is too high given that he's not going to be able to practice this week and that Mac Jones is going to get uh, all of the reps with the with the first with the first team. So, um, and both have looked pretty pretty solid, really, when you think about it. I mean, uh, Cam's done a good. The fact that they brought him back, mm-hmm. I think, shows belief on the Patriots' part. I don't necessarily think that they're rushing Mac Jones, but I think they're giving Mac Jones every opportunity to uh, to win the starting job. Plus two fifty there. Uh, I think I think it's it's a bit high, especially given the fact that Cam uh, Newton can't turn uh, can't practice this week. I have no doubt that Cam is going to lose this job to Mac at some point. I just don't know if it's going to be week one. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I would. Agree. I think that now the caveat of the five days missed is something a little different. But he was with this team last year. You would think the scheme is pretty similar, so maybe the five days is a massive for Newton. I, I'm still pretty safe in saying that he's going to be the week one starter. I feel confident in saying that. Now, the rest of the way, as you said, humans, <laughs> I, I'm not entirely sure. Like, It's not like Mac Jones has been otherworldly, but he's been more consistent. If you look at the PFF grading, if you look at him statistically through the first two weeks, in terms of reports at camp, he's been the more consistent force at quarterback. And maybe he just provides a little bit more in terms of opening up this two tight end offense that they're now rolling with as they move forward into right. the season. So, like, I think eventually when we get to, as you see their schedule right there, like when you start to get to that week five where you're taking on the softer part of the schedule, whether, you know, Texans, Cowboys, Jets, like maybe you start to see the rumblings that Jones is going to be there because that's a pretty decent part of the schedule that you can roll out a rookie and not feel too, feel like he's going to be too overwhelmed in that area of the schedule. Yeah, the biggest key, which I've talked about, is you watch Cam and uh, you watch Mac and you see the differences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam Newton is a read option, running threat. He's He struggles to get past his first read in the passing game. He's really slow with his delivery and slow with his reads. And with uh, Mac Jones, he runs a rhythm mm-hmm. passing offense. And, and, John, they can run the old Tom Brady offense with uh, with Mac Jones. Right. Well, and yeah. that's why they're, they're going back. That's why I like the Patriots a lot. You know, our, our football guy that's coming out mm-hmm. soon, you know, I was pretty high on New England being like I a playoff too. team because yeah. John New Smith and Hunter Henry, if they're going to be healthy, it's going to be an offense reminiscent of Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski. And if you have Mac Jones or Cam Newton, if he's going to be the guy at the beginning, to operate at just a baseline level, this offense could be pretty good. And yeah. keep in mind, it's actually a really good offensive line. So the only question you really have is wide receiver and quarterback quarterback and if you just get some sort of average from the quarterback position it's gonna be a relatively decent team so I, I think that's why you see Mac Jones at some point because he provides you a little bit more and mm-hmm. you should know too like Kim Newton arm strength wise he hasn't looked the same over the last few years mm-hmm. since that shoulder injury you've mm-hmm. seen in a couple of preseason throws too Broncos Drew Locke is minus 200 Teddy Bridgewater plus 140 and, um, you know, I've got my own analysis of this, but what do you guys think? I, I, I do think Drew Locke should be the favorite. I'm not sure minus 200, but uh, the Broncos are probably going to go, hey, we, we got to give the young guy the look and see if he's our future, and that's probably going to win out in the end when uh, Vic Fangio and, and uh, uh, the Broncos make this decision on the starting quarterback. 
I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of pressure on the Broncos' coaching staff for this season, oh, and I think no this doubt. price yeah. is a bit high as well. Uh, Matt, I'm not saying that Drew Locke is not going to be there, but I think uh, I think you're really going to hold your breath. Uh, under, underwater for a long time, laying two to one. Uh, Bridgewater with two scoring drives this past uh, weekend in this past weekend's game. Um, listen, you, here, here's the thing: you could say they don't want to give it to uh, to the younger guy, but by the same token, if Bridgewater keeps them competitive mm-hmm. and they, you know, they they wind up being relevant. Uh, during a 17-game regular season, and then they can do some things in the offseason, whether it's free agents or trading and, 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 and doing something in the draft or whatever. So we've seen teams do that and move on a lot quicker from quarterbacks uh, recently rather than stick with them. So I think uh, I think there's, uh, Bridgewater's a live dog here at 7-5. to five. Yeah, I, so I think that if we're talking about that, I think there's two ways to look at it, right? There is the aspect of we are a team that invested a relatively high draft pick, right, second-round pick, but on a guy like Drew Locke, and you want him to be the guy because he looks like he could be a young quarterback of the future. But at the same time, you've seen in two preseason games the volatility of Drew Locke, right? In week one, he's taking shots downfield. He looks incredible. He's absolutely out of this world. And then in week two, his average depth of target is barely five yards. He commits turnover-worthy plays, and he doesn't look the same. And Teddy Bridgewater, he just gives you this average of which I have a team surrounding, like, skill positions, incredible. Mm-hmm. Defense looks really good. And I think if you want to maximize this team from week to week, it should be Teddy Bridgewater. But given all that, and given what we know about the team and where they're at in terms of what they invested in Locke, I think he should be the favorite. But I'm with you, humans. Minus 200 just seems pretty high given what we've seen from Locke. Yeah, I, to me it feels more like a minus 150 yeah. sort of scenario. Yeah. I watched the uh, Broncos mm-hmm. Seahawks game and uh, Teddy Bridgewater stepped up on a third and five, hit Jerry Judy for a 35-yard pass. It was a it was a really nice play by Teddy B, and then he uh, hit for the touchdown pass right after that. And you watch him, and you say, you know, he's more consistent, more right. reliable. And uh, Vic Fangio and the Broncos need to win. They they started the last two seasons 0 and 4 and 0 and 3, and if they start losing again in September, he's going to be in big trouble. Yep. So I think it's it's closer than maybe the uh, numbers there at DraftKings indicate. But we'll see. Jimmy Garoppolo says he's not worried about the quarterback competition with the. Uh, the new kid on the block in San Francisco, Trey Lance. Uh, Jimmy G said, quote, via Pro Football Talk, I think Kyle Shanahan is always challenging us. He knows how to push guys in certain ways. I'm not worried about that. There's just so many other things to worry about. I'll let the chips fall where they may. Right now, Jimmy G minus 400, Trey Lance 3-1. to one. And uh, you watch Trey Lance uh, JVT, and you talked about it. there's a lot of volatility, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I think, with this guy, too. He started, he looked horrible yeah. uh, last night to start the game for the 49ers and came back and looked really good after that. Yeah, yeah. and so this one, I feel, this one you're really confident in. I think the market reflects this. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the starter week one. This is a guy that he has his flaws as a quarterback, but when he, if you, let's just say they get a relatively same level of play that they got from him in the Super Bowl year, this team is skilled enough again that they're going to win about 10 games and make a playoff push. So this is all about whether Jimmy Garoppolo is just going to play poorly at the beginning of the year, but he's going to be the guy week one. It's about whether mm-hmm. or not, you know, he's going to play to a level in which they feel like they have to put Trey Lance out there. But this year's all about Jimmy Garoppolo and the way that he plays. If he continues to deteriorate as a quarterback in terms of his passing attack, then you're going to see Trey Lance more sooner rather than later. Yeah. But this is an easy schedule, and this guy has the system already in his brain. He's going to be the guy week one. It's just all about whether or not he is going to perform at a high level. 
Jimmy G, uh, how long can he hold off Trey Lance? The Niners open on the road, Vinny, against the Lions and the Eagles. you got to win those two games. If oh, you don't, Kyle Shanahan's probably going to start thinking about making a right. change. Well, I think you know, I think you guys hit on some key points. Uh, very inconsistent so far uh, on the part of, of Trey Lance. But he's a rookie, let's face it. I mean, you know, and there's a lot more expected and on these And he played only one first. game of college football yeah, last year. Exactly. So, look, if you look at the favorites up there, uh, Jimmy G's got to be uh, the bigger favorite. When you look at the win totals for these teams that we're talking about in this conversation, the 49ers have the highest projected win total, and there's a reason for that. It's about them being healthier and being healthier at, at quarterback. Jimmy G's got a lot to do with that as well. Uh-huh. So as the veteran here, as the incumbent, uh, then I think uh, you know he knew, he knew how to win. He had a great pedigree in New England, Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Does he have his flaws? Yeah, but who doesn't? He's got less flaws than a rookie mm-hmm. who played one game last year and who's mm-hmm. been very inconsistent so far. So, not a knock on uh, on Trey Lance, but you've got to give uh, the nod there, I think, to Jimmy G. Humans, it's all about the first 10 weeks of the schedule, right? Because if you look at it, if you talk about the first two games, which should be winnable games. They're going to be favored to both. Those are already favored in week one. Packers, Seahawks, Cardinals, Colts, Bears, Cardinals, Rams. Those are all really challenging games. But after that, look at the way the schedule breaks down for them. So, it all depends on how Jimmy Garoppolo plays weeks three through 10. And if he's going to struggle against those better opponents, then you'll probably see Trey Lance by the time you get to that road game against Jacksonville. Yeah. But while you get there, and if Jimmy G is still providing you some sort of average play at quarterback, then it's probably going to be hard to unseat him because that's a really manageable schedule down the stretch mm-hmm. for them. Seven and a half point favorites at Detroit in yeah. one. Right. All right, JVT, if you follow Twitter, JVT was swept up in the Justin Fields hype again this weekend. <laughs> I can't. Well, I, look, All right. Should the Bears go with Andy Dalton or Justin Fields in week one? And we know that if Dalton starts week one, he's not going to last long. Right. So okay. here's, here's my thing. Uh, like, I was swept up in it to a certain extent because I think – there is an argument for Justin Fields to be the starter week one, but it's not, oh, my God, look at the way that he played. He should be the starter. It's, hey, their offensive line sucks. He has a, uh, he has a ton of – he looks more athletic than I remember him at Ohio State. It wasn't even that long ago watching him play in the Big Ten. But he's insanely athletic and mobile quarterbacks like that. And the passing – like the passing ability that he has raises your floor as an, at an, as an offense to a certain extent, right? He's going to do things that Andy Dalton can't do with his mobility – but I don't think there's any denying he's kind of struggled as a passer in the preseason. A lot of checkdowns. No he's had some really beautiful throws, but at the same time, he's loved his running backs, and he has graded poorly by PFF metrics. He has had a couple of turnover-worthy plays, some fumbles. So I think it's just how you're approaching the argument. And that was like, I saw a whole lot of, you got to start him. Well, like, the offensive line hasn't been good, and Dalton actually right. wasn't that bad against Buffalo. It's just the way that people are making their argument, I think, that kind of caught me in the Justin Fields hype, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, well, of course. He's, he's facing vanilla defenses and yeah. if you watch him he can't wait to get out and run <laughs> right. and uh, when he faces a complex defensive scheme he's going to be in trouble well fields is going to look better uh, with a with a poor offensive line because he can move yeah. <laughs> so uh, and it, listen Dalton is he's trying to be the pro I mean he's out there and they're, tra- they're chanting for the uh, for the other guy for the rookie sure. and I get it okay you know that's what fans do and uh, but right now and this this one here to me, is as a, a close a, a, a quarterback battle, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, as, a, as we've seen. So there's no question about it. We're, but again, you're asking a rookie to come in and immediately have an immediate impact on and get getting you to to the postseason. Oh, by the way, there's a guy up in Green Bay that's uh, decided to play with the yeah. with the Packers this year. I think Dalton is a, a strong bet to start yeah. Week One, yes. but I don't think he's going to start for long. It, hey, you're the, also, the Cowboys are 0 and 3 in the preseason. Quick answer yeah. from you guys. 
which of these other winless teams should be the most concerned right now? Giants, Eagles, Lions, Packers, Vikings, Bucks, Falcons, Panthers, Rams, Seahawks. Bucks, they got a lot of problems. The Buccaneers, yeah. Yeah. they're screwed. <laughs> Buccaneers have looked really bad <laughs> in two preseason games. This week is going to be their dress rehearsal game. Yep. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. I think. Yeah. Off that 35-0 loss to the you Patriots, got a, you, got and, uh, you got a weaker division than uh, yeah. you know two, and uh, look at that. they haven't looked good at all this preseason. Hey, Tony Finau just went birdie, eagle, birdie to tie for the lead. What can he do to screw it up? We'll take a quick break. We come back on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino, we go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now, start winning with up to the second info you need. Real-time bet tracking, live in-game odds and stats, more OddsTrader.com. If you are betting golf live right now, how about Tony Finau, JVT? He's right back up there in a tie for the lead after going birdie, eagle, birdie, 19 under with John Rahm. And uh, Rahm is two holes behind Finau uh, right now. So there are some birdie opportunities out there for uh, Rahm as he comes down the stretch. But it's a tie. Uh, at the top right now. Yep, and uh, that's with, uh, as you kind of noted there, with Rom actually dropping a birdie putt for uh, himself on 12. So he was actually two strokes up. Hits a birdie, oh, but still no. it's a tie. But Tony Finau going way left on a drive. Looks like that's uh, oh my gosh. landed near City Field. What yeah. is that? Uh, I don't know. That's <laughs> that looks like, that looks like I was going to say, it looks like that massive hole over there on Russell and Durango out here. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that's like what Tony Finau <laughs> does when he pulls into a tie for the lead, Vinny. That's what that is. 60 to 1, Matt. <laughs> 60 to 1. I was going to try to give you some. some oh, so, oh Can't mess God. around and win a tournament. No. Me, uh, <laughs> uh, Benny, uh, explain how bad this beat was on the uh, Rangers Red Sox game today. I think Josh Applebaum was really ticked off somewhere from what I hear. Well. He bet the under. Travis Shaw hit a game ending grand slam in the 11th, and the Red Sox take down the Rangers 8 to 4. Red Sox today, biggest favorite on the board, all right, in the, in the makeup game against the Rangers. 330. Rangers. Get bet today. Game closes two ninety. Uh, from ten to from ten under to nine and a half the total. Red Sox three one in the ninth. Mm-hmm. Up three one in the ninth. Give up two. Give up one in the tenth. They're up. They're down four three. Tie it in the tenth. Hold off the Rangers. Grand slam. Wow. To win the game. The, the run line and the over on one swing. Travis Shaw in the 11th for the Red Sox as they win 8-4. Wow. That's brutal bet if you uh, – brutal beat if you had the uh, – Josh Applebaum might not be on tomorrow. He might need a, a 24 I mean, uh, Eight runs from the ninth inning on in the wow. game you had under. That might be uh, – I think that's to swallow, yeah. Eight to four, Red Sox over the Rangers. All right, the uh, streaking teams – in MLB right now are the Yankees who have won nine in a row, the Braves who have won nine in a row, the Reds who have won four in a row, and how about the Orioles losing 18 straight and the Marlins losing seven straight. Two of those streaking teams meet up tonight in Atlanta, Yankees at Braves. And, uh, Vinny, what do you have for numbers? Yeah, two hottest teams in baseball, Matt. Uh, Braves became basically open as a pick em with the Braves dollar seven now up to uh, a, a dime. So it's, a, it's a now back to a dollar eight. So uh, this game got to, has good two-way action, uh, both teams. Now Braves, by the way, with like a, a, a five-game lead uh, in the loss column over the Phillies in the National League East, and they've had uh, just a, a terrific month, a terrific run. Uh, and the Yankees as well. Uh, both, you mentioned it, Matt. Both these teams with nine straight wins. This will be a, a great two-way betting game. It has been so far. Jordan Montgomery's been on a, a pretty good run for the Yankees over his last 20 innings. He's allowed four earned runs with uh, 22 strikeouts and seven walks. 
and the Yankees uh, have won three starts in a row, but he might not be the best, uh, better pitcher in this matchup, John. Yeah, you know, you know Huascar Noah has been absolutely great. Uh, yeah. Five and a third innings last time out. Those three hits, no run runs against Miami. Now, that was his first start off the injured list, so uh, we haven't seen him for a while consistently. I think it was, uh, was it a poor performance? He broke his hand punching a wall or something like that. <laughs> is why he hit the injured list. But regardless, uh, he now gets to face, I would say, a better lineup than the flailing Marlins uh, because John Carlos Stanton over his last 22 games is slashing 301, 425, 29. He's got four homers, 15 RBI. It's obviously a much more balanced lineup since the trade deadline, too. So we know it's been absolutely spectacular, uh, but this is a different beast now in the New York Yankees, and they're balanced, yeah. too, man. Like, it's it's lefty-righty, lefty-righty. Like, they have so much different things they can do with the lineup here, too. So uh, while he has been great, I think with the way Montgomery has pitched and how consistent he has been, it would be pretty surprising, I think, to see the Yankees uh, fall. I think they're in a pretty good spot here against uh, Atlanta. Imagine being Brian Cashman and playing half the season with a, a lineup with no left-handed hitters, no, no left-handed no. power. Door, what, what were, in what, Yankee what, Stadium. What were you thinking right? Not, huh? from the start? Now you add Gallo, you add Rizzo. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, the Yankees look like an offensive machine. Uh, Vinny, uh, I don't know. Which way would you play this game? To me, it's uh, it's going to be a no play because you've got two red-hot teams. The one thing I do look at a lot of time. I like the faded team that comes home in the first game after a long road mm-hmm. trip, and that's the situation the Braves are in. Well, I think you're right, Matt. But I think you look at the balance here: lefty, righty, lefty, righty. Uh, you know, it's tough to uh, tough to go against the Yankees uh, the way they've been playing, the way they've been hitting the ball. Uh, no, too. Like statistically, the Braves have been kind of average against lefties, but they have won 20 of 26 started. Uh, excuse me, against left-handed starting pitchers. So, pretty interesting. There's a lot of noise in that stat, right. but uh, statistically average against lefties. It's amazing how quickly the Braves are taking control of uh, yes. this division in National League East. We'll talk about the tightest races in baseball next as uh, we talk more baseball betting on my guys. of the way through the uh, NFL preseason. It's a perfect time for you to huddle up with the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide. We have uh, profiles of every team with advanced stats, power ratings, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and a lot more. The guide is only 20 bucks. Discounts available when you buy both the NFL and college guides. Get your copy now or sign up for the VSIN All Access Plan and get everything we offer for the entire football season. VSIN.com slash subscribe. And I think we are putting the finishing touches on the VSIN right. Pro Football Betting Guide right now. I know that... Uh, the pages are getting cranked out and edited today, and it should be out within a couple of days. Yes, I think I saw Ben Fox out there in the booth, like, just typing away. Ben was badgering me over the weekend. When are you going to send in the AFC West? I said, eh, I've been kind of busy, all right? I'll finish it when I get a chance. Yeah, I got a couple of emails on vacation. You working on it? I'm like, the, the, Ben, the deadline's are the 17th. It's, it's the 9th. Come up. We're still a couple of weeks away from the start of the season. Everything's going to be okay. AFC North and AFC East for me, by the way. You writers, under tremendous pressure. I had to write an extensive fast food breakdown, Vinny, last week, and that took priority anyway. Yes. Um, let's talk about the tightest division races in MLB. The, the Rays lead by four and a half mm-hmm. over the Yankees. The Astros, 
three uh, three and a half ahead of the A's. The Braves now five up. The Giants two and a half up on the Dodgers. The Red Sox had slipped seven back of the Rays uh, going into today's game to get a dramatic win on a walk-off grand slam, eight to four over the Rangers. Uh, but which team... Of those four, John, do you think is in the most jeopardy of uh, losing that lead? I would think most people would say the Giants because all year yep. what we've heard is, well, at some point the Giants are going to slip. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to fade, and uh, the Dodgers are going to take over that division. Yesterday was a big day for the Giants. They, they get the win at Oakland to finish off that series, and the Dodgers' nine-game winning streak was stopped by the Mets. When it's not even like the, the Giants are slipping either, right? They're 7-3 right. and three over the last 10. It's just the Dodgers are insanely hot and just will not lose. Um, so I would say, yes, I think that is the one. If you go by remaining strength of schedule, slightly harder schedule for the San Francisco Giants going forward as opposed to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Dodgers still have, I think, over six games left against Arizona. So that's really going to yep. help them pad their record and, and move forward. So just given the tenuous lead that they they have and the level of competition that is nipping at their heels. It has to be Los Angeles, but or it should be the San Francisco. But I'm really intrigued by the East and what's going to happen between Atlanta and Philadelphia because Atlanta, after taking care of their series against Miami, their strength of schedule vaults well into the top 15. Yeah, and, you can't play the Orioles every series. Right, right, yeah, right. So, like, when you talk about the remaining strength of schedule, by far the easiest schedule left in Major League Baseball are the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah. Now, you can't get swept by the Diamondbacks. It absolutely cannot happen <laughs> yes. anymore. But I think if you're talking about that, I know it's a pretty lengthy lead. I think it's, what, five right now? But that's not as solid, I think, as most would believe it to be. Five games left with the amount left to go. Yeah, when we were in Arizona last week, we took this show on the road. That was when the uh, D-backs finished off the Phillies in that three-game sweep. That can't happen, Vinny, if you're the Phillies at this point in uh, the season. Who would you say is in the most jeopardy of losing the division lead when you look at the Rays, Astros, Braves, and Giants? I think it's it's probably the Giants. I think they only have three games left with the Dodgers. Right. Um, now the Dodgers have those three, obviously, but I think they've got a, quite a few more with uh, with San Diego. Um, I would say San Francisco too, especially with the Dodgers getting Scherzer between Scherzer and, and Bueller, big advantage oh, yeah. uh, uh, from a from a starting pitching perspective. So um, you know the Rays just continue to find a way. Uh, the Astros, they they slipped, but the A's, I think, have lost uh, uh, seven of ten, so they they can't gain any ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you look for the for the Astros to kind of hopefully reverse what happened last week, right? They start if they're playing the Royals today. They lost three out of four to the Royals last week in Kansas City. Uh, Chicago's got a, a a very comfortable lead, obviously Milwaukee with a comfortable lead. So I think if you look at them all, I'm in agreement with uh, JVT. It's probably the Giants that are the most tenuous lead. Vinny, look at these numbers from BetMGM on division odds right now. The Dodgers back to minus 200 and uh, Giants plus 140. Last week we were talking about the Giants being favored, so this thing's toggling back and forth. Well, I think I think you're, you're, you're still going to take a risk. You're going to lay two to one on a team that's three games out, right? In, I would in not. In the loss no. column. So I think, uh, I, I think that's a little bit risky, even though they've got uh, you know somewhat of an edge in, uh, in starting pitching, but I mean, you've got the division leaders at uh, seven to five. You should probably have them already, though, right? I mean, I'm sure you you got a ticket on them uh, early uh, early in the on season who? on the uh, Giants, right? Don't you have a no? Only division the, uh, only division Braves, race I bet right? was I think in early June. I bet the uh, Braves, Braves plus okay. one seventy five to win the uh, NL East, and then uh, you know a month and a half later, Ronald Acuna goes down. I thought that bet was lost. Yeah. All of a sudden, the Braves, even without one of the best players in baseball, right. are going on a streak. Yeah. yeah, they were eight to one about five weeks ago. Yeah, How about that. Yeah, 
No, but I, I'd, uh, I'm, I'm in agreement with uh, with you guys. Did you make any division bets? I've got two, actually. I've got the uh, Phillies at plus 170 to win that division, and I've got the Rays at plus 275. I made that one all the way back in, like, like May or something like that. So, Thank you. Uh, I feel pretty good about that. I do, but all of a sudden, you know, it was funny because I was, I was loving, I figured that the Red Sox were going to fall back down to earth, right? And that has happened, but then all of a sudden, the Yankees just will not stop winning. Right. Yeah. Um, but, no, I feel pretty good. They're in a pretty good position, strength of schedule-wise, relatively even with the Yankees, but it's obviously a good price, too, so I feel pretty good about that one. By the way, the Braves finished the season at home, last six games, Phillies and Mets. Vinny said the whole time, don't count out the Yankees. They got the resources to make big moves at the trade deadline, and they did make bold moves. All right, Vinny, let's look at uh, tonight. You mentioned the Astros. The Royals at the Astros tonight. It's Daniel Lynch and Zach Grinke, and Houston is a big favorite. Yeah, Houston, uh, Matt, and, and getting uh, the betting attention. This game opened 220 here at South Point. It's up to 240, and it'll continue to climb. Uh, in fact, you're going to lay a dollar thirty off the dollar twenty opener on the run line, as well. And again, remember the uh, uh, Astros looking to reverse what happened a week ago, uh, where they lost three of four in Kansas City to these Royals. Mm-hmm. Astros up to two forty total nine. Yeah, I think when you look at this, everything is apt. You have Granke on the hill. And on the other side, uh, Daniel Lynch, he just doesn't do it for me, right? The ERA is pretty inflated. But the problem is, humans, he's a guy that walks a lot, has an issue with command, but doesn't strike out a lot. Mm -hmm. You can balance out walks if you're striking dudes out. If you're Blake Snell, that's the way he operates. But if you're walking over nearly four guys every nine innings and only striking out seven, it's not a good balance to have. So I would I would expect that the Astros are as a $2.40 favorite in a pretty good spot to win this thing. If you're going to lay the uh, one and a half runs with the Astros, that's minus 130. Let's look yeah. at Mariners and the A's. Marco Gonzalez, Paul Blackburn. A's need to get back on track at the Coliseum. And uh, they're around a buck thirty to a buck forty, Vinny. Yeah, dollar thirty, Matt, here uh, at South Point, and uh, they're also getting the betting attention. So, uh, from a dollar sixteen on the opener now, a dollar thirty eight and a half for the total. And uh, the uh, A's, if you, if you want to bet the bet the run line, you could at least take a price take. Plus 160 again. They've lost seven of ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Blackburn's not the guy I think you want to go to bat with here if you're laying a price. Uh, again, the command issues. How about that? He's dead even in terms of walks per nine, strikeouts mm-hmm. per nine. He's walking five guys every nine mm-hmm. innings, only striking out five. Doesn't induce swings and misses at all. Uh, I, the Athletics are good; they're the better team, but uh, no shot. I want to lay that with him on the hill. All right, Lance Lynn and the White Sox also in action tonight. We'll talk more baseball and good news, bad news situations in the NFL. That's next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino. Go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info you need. Uh, watching from the South Point right now, the FedEx Cup playoffs, Northern Trust, and Vinny. Uh, sensational backdrop for this oh uh, tournament here. I know being a New Yorker, you have to love to watch this. Oh, it's, you're looking across the Hudson, Matt, uh, lower Manhattan. Uh, just uh, beautiful. And the weather turned beautiful today. Uh, it was uh, pretty uh, pretty bad during the course of the weekend. But this uh, this whole area, this uh, part of uh, New Jersey, has been completely redone over the last uh, oh, decade or so, and it's it's gorgeous there. Yeah, and what you the, the great things you hear about this golf course, mm-hmm. Matt, they're true. It's uh, it's it's quite a uh, quite a place. All right, let's get back to baseball betting. Lance Lynn and the White Sox are road favorites in most spots against the Blue Jays and Alex Alec Manoa. Uh, tonight, JVT, what do you have on this pitching matchup? Because it's a pretty good one. Yeah, and my, Manoa's been awesome, man. Yeah. Like He's been really good since he has been called up. Uh, everything about him. Like, and early on, there was that balance with him where he was giving up a lot of free runners and the, the strikeouts were kind of there but not really high. And you expected that to kind of burn him, kind of like James Caprillion has been early too. Uh, but Manoa's really evened out and he's pretty tight across the board. 335 ERA, four on the XFIP, uh, small issues.
issue with command lately. I think really this looks pretty even for the most part. I think if you're finding a crack in the armor for either one of these guys, if you look at the last six starts for Lynn, while the White Sox are five and one of those starts, uh, his command has been a little off. Uh, he's, his walks are up. His XFIP is just over four, 4.12, despite a 2.6 ERA. So maybe that's kind of the issue with Lynn. If you can get some longer at-bats against him, if he's going to start to walk a couple of these batters for Toronto, you get some guys on the base pass and you can work with them there. But for the most part, it's hard to find error in either one of these teams. And at the end of the day, Lynn has been so good for the White Sox lately. Actually, we're pretty bad with him for a stretch of the summer mm -hmm. uh, in terms of results that I think it would probably be White Sox or pass because yeah. they've been power rated so high with Lynn on the Hill. You don't really see him with a plus next to his name. Yeah, Lynn has not been as tight recently as yep. he was before. I kind of draw a line through that game in the cornfields of Iowa because that was a gimmick game, yeah. that, the way that park was set up. So I'm not going to uh, – he, he had a poor start that night, but I'm not going to put any emphasis on that. In fact, I would just, like I said, erase it or draw a line through it, Vinny. Yeah. Uh, I've also seen – White Sox favored at some books. Blue Jays favored at some books. So where does the South Point stand on this game? You've got the uh, the Jays favored now, Matt. We uh, It's a flip of favorites here. So basically a dime uh, to the opener on the, the White Sox. And now uh, Jays, you see, uh, at vcin.com 11. So basically, you know, the... Uh, uh, the flip of favorites here. Uh, Blue Jays, tough out. This is not a team that you really want to be facing here in, uh, in a stretch drive. Is it? White Sox are looking to try to secure the best record because they're going to they they want the best record uh, to have home field advantage. Uh, this is a team that you know the Astros have proven over recent years they can win on the road. Uh, White Sox are trying to secure that best record, but this is a, this is a tough out. This uh, this Blue Jay team. Uh, continues to they, they just compete and they're they're going to get better and uh, and within a couple of years they're going to be uh, certainly a contender. Real quick to Vinny's point two humans uh, one uh, the, to the point to home field advantage. Remember this is the White Sox team that has a losing record against teams with plus five hundred records. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so maybe that is yeah. going to be something that really motivates them. And I should note too that Manoa is coming off of a really bad start. Right. He got knocked around by Washington three innings yep. six hits uh, six earned runs got taken deep once had a small stint on the bereavement list over the last couple of days so he's back so we'll see what happens but he is coming off of his worst start of the year. The White Sox did uh, win five in a row now for Lance Lynn, including that 9-8 mm -hmm. win over the Yankees in Iowa. He went five innings in that game, allowed four runs on two homers, so that was far from his best start. All right, what a, what an environment start. that was, huh? I thought it was pretty cool. I know you're not going to appreciate it <laughs> as a kid. Um, you never watched the movie Field of Dreams, did you? No. What? He's never seen Bad News Bears, no. Field of Dreams, never seen anything like that. What baseball he movie He watches movies like The Legend of Ricky Bobby. What the okay, it's Talladega Nights, The Legend of Ricky Bobby. Let's get the entire title correct, and that's well, a sport yeah. movie. It's a great movie. You haven't seen Fielder. What what, what baseball movies have you seen? Uh, baseball movie. Don't repeat the question. No. Actually, I haven't seen a baseball movie for a long time. I don't Natural. know. Sandlot? Like, Sandlot comes to mind. That's one of my favorites as a kid. Well, yeah, but that's yeah, This is a depressing conversation. Oh, Let's go God. to D-backs and Pirates segment. in Pittsburgh. And uh, Vinny. go watch the Paw Patrol movie after this. <laughs> Not too often you see the Pirates' favorite, but they are playing a D-back. Here it's uh, Mejia and Crow, the high-profile pitching matchup. Yeah, <laughs> some. Hey, listen, there's something, there's something for everybody in this game here, and they uh, went with the dog. They went with the D-backs here. Took a dollar sixteen. Open twenty-six. Did the Pirates uh, announce it as eighteen-cent favorites? Uh, betting this game over, no real surprise given these two teams from nine to nine and a half, and uh, the Buckos plus one sixty-five. 
if you think they're going to just mash this team, JVT? Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I think I would agree with a higher-scoring game. Will Crow has been awful. Uh, watch guys like it's his job. Home runs have been a very big problem mm-hmm. for him, too. Uh, and this is the D-backs lineup that has shown it has some pop at times if they get some yeah. adequate pitching. You just don't know if you're going to get it from Mejia. So, high-scoring game, but there's a lot better things to spend your money on, I think. Yeah, surprisingly, D-backs have played decent baseball yeah. since the All-Star break. Yeah. Let's get to uh, Rockies and Cubs at Wrigley, Sensatella and Hendricks. The starting pitchers and uh, Vinny, what do you have on the Cubs minus what? Yeah, uh, the uh, the Cubbies, Matt, a dollar twenty four. So uh, right now, uh, sitting uh, here at South Point, open a dollar thirty down to twenty four from nine to eight and a half. And uh, a little surprised Hendricks didn't get traded. I'm sure they were trying to shop him at the trade deadline too. Uh, fourteen to five, he could have helped somebody. By the way, this Rocky team, right? What a different team on the road. What a four, uh, fourteen and forty five on the road. So a little surprised. Uh, that they're betting them a little bit. All right, let's talk NFL. JVT's a Colts guy. Week one, Seahawks at Colts. Uh, Vinny, we're going to see this number on the move here. Good news for Indy. Quarterback Carson Wentz, guard Quentin Nelson, and I think center Ryan Kelly all back mm-hmm. to practice on a limited basis this week, Coach Frank Reich said. And, uh, John, I know that uh, you're really disappointed when things were looking ugly for the Colts a few weeks ago. To me, it's miraculous that after foot surgeries, we're seeing Wentz and Nelson already back at practice at this point in August. I mean, I guess it's, you get, I'm not a doctor, but when you get the problem removed, right, I guess that leads to a quicker recovery, because it's not like they repaired something, they just completely removed uh, the bones that were problems for these guys, so if that's the case, it's not insanely surprising, but I'll say this, you know, I think when it comes to the offensive line, it's a massive positive, right? This is one of the better offensive lines in the National Football League. Week one, you're taking on a Seahawks team that has very little pass rush threat. I mean, uh, your safety uh, was your third leading guy in terms of pressures a season ago, and that hasn't gotten any better this year. So I think that's a really big move. I'm just curious, when you're breaking in a new quarterback, albeit in a familiar system, who has missed a good chunk of training camp, what this offense looks like you know, with such a turnaround. It's great that he's back. It's great that he had no limitations here. But I got to say, like, if you're talking about a full-strength offensive line in front of a guy in Jacob Eason who has looked like he can at least control this offense to a certain baseline, right, do you not let Carson Wentz try to get used to this thing for another week or so? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I think at least, at the very least, that offensive line being full-strength going into week one against a week front seven I think is going to be a really good, really good sign for the Indianapolis Colts. I like the way you said that, JVT. Just mm-hmm. remove a few bones. I'm ready to get some bones removed. That's right. well, here, I'll call back. You'll like this. Brian lot, right? Just get the finger removed and let's go back. Let's go. <laughs> Perfect. This game, uh, uh, with, with that uh, announcement there, or that uh, perception at least, uh, perception is reality to betters uh, many times too, from two and a half uh, yesterday to now two. Uh, with the Seahawks favored. Again, if you retrace this. By the way, Vinny, Circa, yep. Circa has dropped this all the way to Seahawks minus one now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I could see it. I mean, uh, where do you, I mean, if those guys are healthy and back, where do you think that number might close it, by that Sunday? Well, the, the Colts were two and a half when we posted, right. we posted this game. If they're, if they're healthy, if all three of those guys are back, all right, and we're not going to see Carson Wentz, but we know what, the, you know what his capability is, and we had, him, we had them as a two and a half point favorite going in, before the uh, uh, before the injuries, uh, you'll see the Colts as favored uh, mm-hmm. favorites in that game. Week one, and they should be. Like I think the Seahawks are a really. It seems like they're going to be a quality offense, one of the deeper wide receiving cores in the National Football League. Obviously, one of the best quarterbacks. But I think it's being ignored how bad this defense could potentially be for Seattle. Their front seven might be pretty good against the run, mm-hmm. but the secondary has some issues. They again don't have a dominant pass rush threat. Humans like that, that is going to be, I think, a flaw for this team going forward. Yeah, as we talk about them competing in our NFL guide, I don't want to give a lot away. I didn't have the Seahawks making <laughs> the, the, the postseason. Don't give it all. Away. I won't. 
but they, they weren't a postseason team for me. And I think this defense is going to be a real problem. And I think that's kind of lost when you looked at the market reacting to the injuries for the Colts, especially if that line is going to be healthy. This is going to be a lot more competitive game than I think the market's given it credit for. Was that a tease? It might be. Well, right. If he gives away too many secrets, yeah, right, right. nobody's going to buy the guide. He, he can't give away all of his oh, secrets sorry, here sorry. this week. I don't want to give it all away. In uh, three weeks, the Packers at the Saints and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers right now, three-point favorites. Uh, on the road in that one. But uh, bad news for the Packers, their best pass rusher, uh, Zadarius Smith, who's a uh, Pro Bowl outside linebacker, might not be ready for that game. He's got a back injury that uh, predates the start of training camp. So it's a little bit of bad news for the Packers' defense. But uh, we're going to see Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, and the Saints in action tonight. Vinny, where do you think that number is going to close on uh, the first Sunday of the season. I don't think the Packers are going to be full three-point favorites, but that's just a guess right well, now. Well, we had, we had them at three. We opened them at uh, two and a half. Remember this, Matt. Uh, when the whole uh, situation with Aaron Rodgers was going on, there were some places that had uh, the uh, the Saints as three-point favorites. Right. Uh, I know some folks that uh, that grabbed uh, that grabbed the uh, Packers plus three and are in a terrific position right now. But, look, but the thing about the Packers, Matt, is that they, they can outscore their opponents in many cases, and this this might be a game that they do right. I mean, you've got a a, a big advantage to, with the Packers at, at quarterback. You still got a quarterback uh, battle going on right now in New Orleans. So uh, you know what? I'm not going to say that they, they may not be uh, 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 three point favorites in that game. It depends. I okay. mean, uh, and 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 the Packers being a public team uh, as they've been, I think a lot's going to depend on what we see. Uh, tonight and in week three of the preseason under center for the Saints. I think, look, Smith is a big loss because I like to, as, as a handicapper, I like to value offensive line play. And this is, again, a really good offensive line for New Orleans. It was mm-hmm. consistently one of the better pass blocking lines in the NFL and really good run blocking offensive line. And so now when there's one less threat in terms of a pass rusher there and a Green Bay team that I think is flawed in other position areas, Jameis Winston or whoever it's going to be is going to be out there. I think that gives you a little bit of an average offensive play against a weakened front seven. All right, to Northern Trust, FedEx Cup playoffs at Liberty National. Tony Finau hit that drive so far left. He was actually had a clear shot at the green. He was in the opposite fairway. He saved par. He just knocked down a birdie putt, and he's tied with John Rahm for the lead. Ooh. A wild finish here today, Vinny. Wow. John Rahm, the, uh, the favorite at 10-1. to Tony Finau, 60 to one. 60 to 120 feet. Now back for hour number two in a couple of minutes. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.